Are you thinking of becoming an entrepreneur, but you're not exactly sure if that is for you? Or you have tried a few times, but you have failed. Or maybe you are currently on your journey, but you're not exactly sure you're taking the right path and if you're doing the right things. Follow along on this podcast where I will be sharing my entrepreneurial journey with you all. I will be sharing my successes, my failures, and also my challenges. The best part is I will also be interviewing fellow entrepreneurs that will be sharing their stories and their successes. This is my podcast, Entrepreneurial Journey, and I am Joy Nicholson. Hi, everybody. Today I have Don here, and Don is going to talk to us a little bit about his entrepreneurial journey and what he's been up to. Hi, Don. How are you doing? I am doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing fabulous. Thank you very much for asking. Uh, so, Don, where, where are you from? Where, I know you live in the U.S. Can you tell us a little bit about like, where you live? Um, I live in Topeka, Kansas, the capital of Kansas, right smack in the middle of the United States. That's, that's awesome. And, and what is the favorite thing that you like to do? Not Put the entrepreneurial journey aside. What do you like to do as a fun thing? Oh, good grief. That's, that's hard. We do a lot of camping, <laughs> going out to the lake. Yeah. yeah. Getting out on the lake, doing some fishing, playing with the fire. <laughs> that's fabulous. I'm originally from South Africa and that's like a big thing that we do as the, there as well. It's just like in our blood, I guess. <laughs> so I can relate. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, so what made you start off on your entrepreneurial journey? Was that something that, did you come from a family of entrepreneurs or oh. was that something that just bit you along the way? Yeah, pretty much. It's something that I fell into um, essentially out of desperation. Um, you know, eight years ago, I was having trouble keeping jobs, you know, being stuck in an office has never been my kind of thing. And, uh, I drove a truck over the road for a while. Um, wife got a little, you know, we had done that for long enough. It was time to come home. And so I was just looking and I ended up getting a job in sales where it was a commission only. It's okay. the first time I'd ever been in a job where commission only no hourly, none at all. And I loved it. Uh, just totally fell in love with what I was doing. I was knocking on doors, going into people's homes, doing these two-hour presentations and closing them on this $8,000 in-home water treatment machine. Wow. And yeah, from there, it was just, it was in my blood. I decided then that uh, I, I didn't ever want to work an hourly job again. And I just keep looking for bigger and better things to move on to and keep growing. That is awesome. Now tell me a little bit about that. When you say that, you know, did you just, did you ever think before that, that that is something that you would do sales as in, you know, go knocking on people's doors. Did you think like before you started that journey, did you think that is something that you would actually ever do in your life? No, no. I, you know, especially here, I don't know about everywhere in the world, but I know in the U S the door to door salesman has a very negative connotation. Yes. Yeah. People hear that you're in sales and the first thing out of the mouth is, why don't you get a real job? <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's not something that people see as a normal, you know, everyday thing. Um, but then when they start to see the checks come in, they, 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 uh, you know, insert foot in mouth. They've got to shut it up. Um, but no, it's nothing I ever thought I would do. I knew I was good with people. I knew I was good at talking. I looked into getting into some public speaking or maybe, you know, like selling cars or something. I never thought I'd be doing, you know, demonstrations in people's homes that way. And just the connection that I had, I, I enjoyed. That's it's awesome. And, and what did you do before that? What was your big thing that you did before that? 
Uh, I was driving a truck over the road. And before that? Um, before that, I was all over the place. I wasn't a very good young man. <laughs> <laughs> I had trouble keeping jobs. I was cocky. I was young. I was just, yeah, didn't do well up until I started driving. And I think the only reason I did so well driving the truck is because, you know, once I was 400 miles away from home, I couldn't just quit and go home if somebody made me mad. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of forced me to have to learn that that discipline and that responsibility to get up and keep driving the next morning. So it, it had its lessons to teach as well. That is that's actually quite cool. I like that story. That's really cool. <laughs> uh, so um, at the moment, I, I know your profile is about a high ticket closer, mm-hmm. and I know you are following Dan Lock. I do too. I think he's amazing. I've learned a lot from him. He's an absolutely amazing guy to learn from. Uh, so what is your mission at the moment? What are you doing? Are you, are you doing like, you know, the in-house and demonstration still? Are you doing your own thing? What exactly are you doing at the moment? Right. I, I am currently closing for two digital marketing agencies. Okay. Um, I work from home full time now on the phone. That's what I do. Um, I have quite a few things in the works and essentially I'm building my new brand that I'll be coming out with here within the next couple of months and totally redoing everything is going to be business consulting. Okay. Uh, now getting into the closing field and already having an idea of sales. I've also now had to learn funnels and proper warming up of traffic and building proper relationships. And I've seen everything from the back end of internet marketing now. And every time I get involved with somebody new, it's here, look at this script, see if it's good enough, read this email, let's see what we can tweak with about it. And I'm, where do you draw that line of providing value and you need to pay me for this? <laughs> you know, I'm putting that much time in. Yeah. So instead of strictly being a closer, I am going to just completely rebrand it as a business consultant from start to finish. Um, copywriting, all the way down to funnel building and email drips, all of it. That's awesome. That's really awesome. And and what product I'm assuming you're using, are you using ClickFunnels for all of this? Um, I, I will, yeah. Uh, at this person point in time, I'm not advertising anything. Everything that I've got going on is strictly organic. Uh, awesome. All of the people that I've got, I've got two different coaches right now that are, quote unquote, coaches of coaches, I guess. You could call them business consultants maybe, but there, I've got one person that helps coaches learn how to draw in organic traffic. And then I've got one that helps them take their one-on-one program and build it into a video program so that they can reach more people Wow! and not have to uh, limit themselves on what their income can be. And both of those are slowly building into where I'll be closing for in the long run, we're putting things together. They are using ClickFunnels. I don't personally have to advertise anything. Mm. So yeah, eventually I will. <laughs> That's awesome. That sounds like a really great business module to like to start out. And, you know, I can see a lot of success coming from that. That's for sure. That sounds really, really cool. Yeah. I like that. Uh, so now a bit of a different question to you. Um, on your journey now as a as a in-house salesperson knocking on doors and selling awesome machines, what was your what was your struggles that you faced, you know, when you were starting out on that journey? What was the, you know, because sometimes as people we have like inner struggles that people don't actually know that we're going through. What was those struggles? Uh, it, it was mainly the time. 
there was so much time spent, you know, getting up and being at the office at 8 a.m., going through a two, three-hour sales meeting, going out and knocking on doors for three to four hours to come home, grab a quick dinner and a shower to get in the car and head back out and do three two-hour appointments. I mean, we were putting in 13, 14, 15-hour days, wow. uh, five days a week, and then working some on Saturdays as well. So while the money was there and the job was fun for the most part, there wasn't ways to have that time at home. You know, somebody had a barbecue going on on Saturday. I probably couldn't make it. I'd have an appointment to go to birthday parties after, you know, Friday evenings, I'm out doing appointments. So I had to miss a lot of that kind of stuff. It, that was probably the worst of it was the time constraint. It was almost impossible to plan anything ahead of time because I didn't know whether I had appointments or not. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, if you want to keep the income coming, you got to keep going to the appointments. It's not something I can just, oh, I'm going to take a couple of days off and, you know, then you lose that pay. When you're working commission only, there's no sick time or vacation time. You work or you don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. You just have to keep going. Uh, did you did you find it, did you feel like you wanted to, and I'm asking you these questions because, um, you know, obviously I want to I want to inspire a lot of entrepreneurs that will face these similar, you know, struggles. So that's kind of, you know, that's where my questioning is going around. Uh, and while you was feeling this, were you feeling like you were going to give up a lot of the times, you know, just to say like, this is not really for me? There, there was, yeah. There were definitely times when, you know, it, I'm pretty sure everybody goes through it, especially in sales, when you get into the commission. When you first get started, you are on fire. You are gung-ho. It's go, go, go. Yeah. You get those first couple of sales and you see the kind of money you can make and you're just driving. Six months later, you're starting to run out of fuel. <laughs> and, and then it's, you know, you start, it's amazing. You start blaming other people. Oh, it's the leads that are bad. They're not setting up the appointments right. People aren't home at these times. We're not. You can make up any reason why you can to not keep going. But knowing in the back of your mind, if you don't, what are you going to do? It's your job. Yeah. So yeah, there were definitely thoughts of of maybe I should find something else. This is those ups and downs. Yeah. So yeah, we all go through it, I'm sure. But there were definitely a lot of times, especially with knocking on doors, you get out in winter. And, you know, the boss man says, you still got to go and it's 20 degrees out. Yeah, it's hard to force yourself to keep going. <laughs> That's exactly it. That's, I completely get that. I definitely mm -hmm. do. What is, the, what is the thing that kept you going? Was it the money factor only or was there something else that was driving you? Uh, it, personal growth is what ended up being the drive. So yeah. uh, the office manager that I was working for at the time, he introduced me to Zig Ziglar. Okay. And uh, yeah, I don't know if you know who he is or not, but he was a very big motivational speaker and sales trainer back in the late 70s, early 80s. Yes. Um, still to many this day, the greatest salesman you know ever in the US. Through wanting to be the best salesperson I could, that's where I went. I wanted to learn. If he's the best, I want to know it. And I learned through Ziegler that all of life is sales. You, you've been selling since you were two, three years old. And everything that he taught about sales could be applied to all of life. And so I started looking into myself at that point and where do I need to grow? What inside me is holding me back? Not what's the problem with the lead or what's the problem with the time? What in me can do something better with this? And from that point on, everything has blossomed. 
when you finally stop looking outside for what's wrong and start finding what's going on inside and fixing it, there's no limit to where you can go. Oh man, that, that's actually giving me literally goosebumps because that is so true. It is, it is like, it is such an amazing statement. Thank you. No, that is so, so cool. What is your, at the moment, what do you feel like you are, what is the reason why you're successful? What is your, your reason, number one reason why you feel like you're successful? I refuse not to be. That's amazing. That's, that, it, it, work in sales and more specifically when you're working from home, when there's no boss leaning over my shoulder. There's nobody telling me if I don't hit those phones at eight o'clock in the morning, I'm fired. It is strictly on me. And if you don't have the mindset to keep that going, yeah, there's a lot of people that's why they don't make it because they get comfortable with where they're at. And then, oh, well, I'm my own boss. I can sleep in or I can take this day off and that day off. And, you know, you nickel and dime yourself into poverty. So mindset, it's 80%. Yes. Only 20% of it is skill. 80% of it is your mind. And I refuse to allow myself to not achieve those goals that I've set. And when you break your goals down to weekly, monthly, yearly, you've always got your eyes set on what needs to be done today. Wow. That's, that's very true. That's very true. What do, you, what do you do to keep developing yourself? Oh, lots and lots of study. <laughs> and lots of reading. Do you do podcasts or videos or books? What's your main things? Yeah, yeah. Books. Love to read. Um, I, I prefer a hardback book, or not hardback, but I mean a physical book as to, you know, reading on your phone or a tablet or something. I like to take notes, highlight, circle, underline, you know, all of that kind of thing. Um, I, lots of YouTube videos as well, okay? Um, like I said, I, I study under Dan Locke. He's my mentor. So I'm constantly rewatching and relearning some of that stuff. Uh, and then Tony Robbins is another big one that I very much enjoy reading and listening to. So yeah, there's, there's always more to learn. And even something that you've seen three times, you know, a month later, you go back and see it again, you'll pick up that little bit that you missed the first time. There's, there's so much depth to personal growth that yeah it, there's always more to go that's so true that is very true i'm i'm big on personal growth and that's why i always tell the people that follow me as well as like let's keep growing yourself that's the best way to go forward that is question for you so how many hours a week on average do you think you spend on personal growth mm, well that's hard to separate and break out because of how much i do in between things yeah. all day um, it, what I've actually got scheduled out is four hours a day. Oh, wow. That's impressive. That's, that's got to do with morning meditations, affirmations throughout the day, an hour's worth of reading, an hour's worth of exercise. You know, this is all personal yes. development stuff. Yes. Yes. And I do a little bit of all of that throughout the day as well. You can say affirmations in between calls. You know, I had to leave a voicemail. I didn't actually get on a call. I've got 25 minutes. I'll watch a quick 15 minute video and go through a 10 minute affirmation, you know, recording or something. Yeah. Whatever can keep your mind there just makes that next call even better. Makes whatever it is that you're going to do next better. So yeah, it's a constant all day. (laughs) 
that's a, that's impressive. Four hours a day is, is very impressive. That's um, I can see that. That's why you're so switched on. <laughs> <laughs> what would you? What do you hope to achieve um, with your next business goal? You know, what is your next outset? Uh, to uh, well, uh, how do you want to break that down? Um, personally, it's to step up to that next level. Um, when you when you're working from home on your own, you don't have, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to get that manager's promotion or I'm going to try to get, you know, that that's not there. Um, it, it turns out that growth ends up being either you putting together your own something or moving on to that next bigger business or entrepreneur that you're working with and for. So yeah, rebranding myself as not only a closer, but as a total business consultant is going to be the big focus for the rest of uh, 2020. And then to breach that 250,000 a year mark is the financial goal. So between both of those together, yeah, it's going to be an exciting year. There's going to be a lot going on. You're going to be full on busy. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> but it's a good busy though. It's a, it's a good busy to keep busy like that. And so a bit of a statement, a bit of a question. Uh, so obviously, as you know, this podcast is based for people, um, you know, like I want to motivate people to become an entrepreneur. That's like the biggest thing. So what is the motivation or what is the piece of advice that you can give somebody that's sitting on the fence and not exactly sure if entrepreneurship is for them? What is that something that you will tell them? The same thing that I have to tell most people every day. Go. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. We, we learn this as children. We have no problem with it. You never hear or see a, a one-year-old learning how to walk. Finally decide, you know what? Maybe walking's not for me. And they just crawl the rest of their life. No. They don't do it. You, you don't see that child, you know, five, six years old, trying to ride his bike for a couple of days and then decide, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm done. No. Man, as children, we've got that drive. Other people are doing it. Watch, I'm going to do it. And they keep going. Yeah. Somewhere along the lines, right around that preteen, mid-teen years, life starts to change. And we're starting to be told, no, you can't do that. No, that's not the way life works. No, that's not the way it is. And we start to be programmed to look at the negative. And that's what holds most people back. You are already pre-programmed to see failure. Yes. instead of success and when you can switch that in your mind and you can recognize that the only thing that's keeping you from succeeding is taking that first step you know um, I, I heard it in a book I, I read fantasy books as well you know, Lord of the Rings and you know Tolkien these kind of things well uh, in, in one of the Lightbringer series a guy left a puzzle in the middle of it said what is the most important step a man can take and of course, as a motivational thought, thinker and, and thought process, I'm thinking the first one, you, you've got to take that first step in order to get going. Yeah. Zig Ziglar said it yourself, you, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. Yes. Well, then throughout the book, he, he reveals that the most important step any person can take is the next one. That's awesome. Taking the first one's one thing. Take the next and keep reaching for it. Yes. Only limitation you have are the limitations you put on yourself. That is so true. Oh my gosh, you said it all. It is so true. I love it. I absolutely love it. Now, 
for you, I would say I will give you your two minutes of fame. Where can people find you? Where can they, you know, reach you if they want to reach out to your business? You know, we're going to drop links on the bottom as well, how they can reach you. But just know, tell people a little bit about how you can help them and how you can serve them. And, you know. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, DonStrattonJr.com. <laughs> Very simple. Uh, right now, that is uh, strictly based on my closing skills. It's not been rebranded yet. But if you have a you know, high ticket program, $2,500 or more that you need, uh, your conversions increased. I'm more than happy to sit down and talk with you. If I'm not able to help, I've got a team of about 4,000 people I can reach out to and find somebody who can. Um, the HTC family is a very large group. We've got people all over the place. Um, whatever genre, whatever thing. I'm on Facebook as well, LinkedIn, Instagram. Uh, on Instagram, just put a period between my names. It's Don period Stratton period Jr. for Junior. So yeah, you can reach out and and talk to me on any of those uh, areas. Facebook is the easiest way to get a hold of me. It's the fastest for me to respond. Yes, that's awesome. Thank you so much. And you know, you've been such an inspiration. I've had quite a few interviews, and they're all absolutely amazing. But I've, I really feel like you've put a twist on things for me on a certain things. I did resonate with you on a lot of the points. So thank you so much for that. And thank you so much for giving me your time. I know you're very strapped for time, so I do appreciate that. And thank uh, you very much for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and. Uh, I hope you have a very successful year ahead and I'm probably, I will speak to you before then anyway, but um, I, I'm, I'm very sure that your things that you're doing and you know, it's going to be successful. It sounds amazing and I'm looking yeah. forward to see that. All right. Well, thank you very much again for having me. I appreciate it. And I, I love what you're doing, you know, just getting out, learning from everybody. You've got Bruce Lee. Um, and of course, Dan Locke loves the martial arts yes. aspects, but Bruce Lee said there's no one best martial art the best one is to take a little bit of all of them and make them your own and essentially that's what you're doing here by bringing all of us on interviewing picking up all the little information from all of these different sources that you can then help other people put together to make their own so that's amazing that's exactly what i'm doing you've nailed it <laughs> i think you're the first person that gets this <laughs> that's well, awesome. i appreciate it thank you very much again have a good one. Okay. You too. Bye.